0: everyone, I'm Cheryl McNeil Fisher. Dr. Kathy King and I want you to know you are important to us. We are thrilled that you're here with us today for another episode of Writing Works Wonders.
1: Welcome to Writing Works Wonders. We're so pleased you're with us for this exceptional interview with Smashwords Marketing Director Jim Azevedo. As we discuss how readers and writers can maximize their use of smashwords. First, we have two brief announcements. Don't miss the Writing Works Wonders weekly writing prompts. These are terrific creativity boosts. Writers of all skill levels are enjoying them, and so are we. You have several ways to find the weekly writing prompt. Go to writingworkswonders.com and then click Contact Us. You'll find information about the writing prompts and you can enter your responses as a comment. Other submission options include email, phone, or text. We want you to rev up your writing creativity. They can also be delivered directly to your inbox weekly. Just sign up for the writing prompts and our Zoom link. The button is on the same page, writingworkswonders.com, contact us. Now, we're going to have an opportunity in just a minute or two, That you'll be able to read your writing prompt online with us today. So if you're interested in reading your response for this week, get ready. We want to encourage your writing success with these writing prompts. I'm Dr. Kathy King and I'm so pleased to introduce to you my fabulous co-host Cheryl McNeil-Fisher. Ta-da! Hi, everybody.
0: (laughs) And I have a fabulous co-host as well. So thank you, Kathy. Hi, everybody. I'm so glad you're here with us today. And this week, we had the prompt was on writing about the fall season. And we even gave you 100-word max. So would anyone like to read their... Fall season
2: responses
0: to the prompt.
2: My name is Abby Johnson Taylor and I am a customer of Smashwords. Two of my books are published there. So the poem I'd like to share is one I wrote last week. I just took my note taker out in the backyard and made note of you know what my senses were telling me and put together this poem. This is called An Autumnal Afternoon. As I sit in a shady spot on my back lawn, a cool breeze caresses me under a blue cloudless sky amid grass parched by lack of rain. The air is silent but for distant barking dogs humming traffic on an adjacent street. No bird songs fill the air. No creatures flit about. At least there are no mosquitoes, bees, or flies. Fall is definitely in the air. After summer's heat, autumn couldn't come soon enough. The end.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Abby, for out there in the backyard with you. Thank you.
3: My name is Pamela Johnson. I titled this uh, Sights and Sounds of Fall. As I grew up, I used to love to jump in the leaves that we had raised, and I know that school was coming up soon, And I didn't like school, but it was an interesting time. And as I grew older, I could always count on the organized beauty of the birds that flew south and the squirrels that gathered all their nuts for the winter. And you know, nowadays, I have mixed feelings about fall. It always meant the coming of winter, but who could resist breathing in the crisp, air and the beautiful colors of the trees and who could ever forget those wonderful pumpkins and hot cider you could make centerpieces with the pumpkins and you could drink the hot cider as a real treat on cold nights and you know the entry the entry of fall the gentleness of it and the anticipation of winter it always prepares you for that chilliness coming up in the next season but how I appreciate winter and how I appreciate fall and the seasons of beauty, that kind of tops them all. That was fun. Thanks,
1: Pamela. Thank you. So now I have the opportunity to briefly introduce our guest from Smashwords. Jim Azevedo is the marketing director of Smashwords, the largest distributor of self published ebooks. Since 2008, Smashwords has helped more than get ready for this. 150,000 authors, publishers, and library agents around the world release over 500,000 titles and distribute their work globally to top ebook retailers and library platforms. Jim is a convert from Silicon Valley's tech industry, and he earned his Indie cred from 18 plus years as a Hmm, what could it be? (laughs) Musician, drumming, recording, Mm. and touring with an indie Mm. hard rock band. Oh, my goodness. All righty. Mm. Mm -hmm.
3: I don't really look the part.
1: No, you don't. (laughs) In his spare time, Jim is a certified nutrition consultant. Okay, Cheryl, (laughs) take it away. Oh, wow. Hi, Jim. (laughs) Glad you're here. I'm glad to
4: be here. I'm so glad to be here.
0: Yeah, you have quite a repertoire there. Well, not
4: so much drumming <laughs> these days. I think yeah, I have a six year old little girl, and that kind of like puts oh. the whole band musician thing on hold. For oh. a bit. But that's uh, a whole other <laughs> adventure, as fun. many of you probably uh, know. It
0: is, yes. What is the benefit of Smashwords for our readers?
4: Yeah, you did mention how we are another distributor, which makes us unique for readers. Part of the answer is in the question itself, um, there are a lot of distributors out there, ebook distributors, as many of you well know. But if I could take it back a second, when Smashwords was founded by our founder, his name is Mark Coker, Mm -hmm. when he first founded the company, his entire mission was simply to create a way for authors to publish an ebook and sell it at smashwords.com. Uh, at the very beginning there in 2008, distribution wasn't even part of the plan originally. Just wanted to have this way for authors to publish and sell their books. And then I think it was in early 2009, one of our authors asked kind of humbly, hey, do you think you could distribute my book to Barnes and Noble? And Mark, our founder was saying, was thinking to himself, they're never gonna say yes to accepting a self-published ebook, but I'll ask, what could it hurt to ask? Lo and behold, Barnes and Noble said, sure. So once Barnes & Noble said yes, then Sony said yes, and then when Apple Books came online later, they said yes, and then the, the good news for self-published authors today is that global e-book retailers are welcoming self-published ebooks with open arms. What helps, I think that helps set us apart as a distributor. We also offer books for sale to readers. Now, for readers, some of the benefits you have available to you from Smashwords is that a lot of today's best-selling and hottest indie authors release their books via Smashwords. Um, This includes many multiple New York Times best-selling authors out there. And our inventory of (laughs) eBooks includes over, I think it's 550,000 titles now that have been released by self-published authors and smaller independent publishers and even literary agents get into the mix there too. Currently, we've got over 88,000 books that are priced at free which I think a lot of people enjoy. This enables readers to maybe take a chance on an author who they're not yet familiar with and maybe find a new favorite author. Currently, there are more than 8,000 books that are on sale. Um, We enable readers to download their books in multiple file types. So according to the author or the publisher who releases a book via our platform, they have the option to release that book in more than just one file type. This means, as a reader, you can download that book in EPUB or in Mobi if Kindle is your preferred reading device, or in PDF. There's also a text format, or you can leverage our online reader if you prefer reading online or via HTML. We we also have free sampling, so a lot of authors and publishers will enable... 10, 20, sometimes 25% of their books or more uh, to be downloaded as a free sample so you can taste before you buy. And then for readers who find authors who they're really enjoying, you can set up uh, free author alerts or you can favorite that author so that if that author has a new release, you'll be alerted automatically whenever that author uploads a brand new book.
0: I was refreshing myself as a reader. Mm -hmm. People can have that different formats emailed to them Then it's actually in their email where it makes it easier for them to upload it into whether it's Apple Books or Kindle or just as a PDF. Kindle also accepts PDF formats very easily as well. Thank you. Thank you for all of that
1: information. All righty. So I have a couple of follow-up questions about the reader side. Okay what is the price range of books generally on the site? You have so many that are free. You told me that before we went on the air and I had you repeat it several times because (laughs) I was just staggered by the number, Mm -hmm. 80,000 free?
4: Over 88,000, almost 90,000 that are are priced (sighs) at free as of this morning. Yeah. All
1: right. And, it's usually- and and so what's the range of the pricing of the books on your site? I mean, are we talking $50 a book? What What are we talking about here?
4: We're not talking $50 a book. There may be a nonfiction title that's priced at $50, or perhaps there's a, a box set out there that's priced at $50, but are, are somebody else. Generally speaking, books can range in price from free on up to say $20, $25 or more. The higher priced books are typically um, nonfiction books, uh, reference type books. Fiction is generally priced between, if it has a price attached to it, if it's not free, it's generally priced between $0.99 and $5.99 or $6.99. Self-published authors, independent authors, and smaller independent publishers Have the luxury of that lower overhead, which means that they have the freedom to price their books much lower and reach a wider audience and still earn higher royalties on those lower priced ebooks. You're
1: leading into my next area of questions, but I want to ask you something else first. You got it. And I really enjoy that sampling feature that you folks have available that really helps to explore these different authors. And this summer, I took advantage of the free sale that you had going on and downloaded some some new authors and people I knew. And then I did reviews for them. And so it was a great opportunity as well. So I noticed one of the things that Smashwords says is that their books Mm -hmm. are DRM free. Yes. Can you explain non-technically what that means for readers? Why that's (laughs) important?
4: My pleasure. I'm not a technical person. I know I work for Smashwords, but trust me. When it comes to deep dives into tech, I, I, I'm not your guys. DRM stands for Digital Rights Management. It is a tool to help fight piracy. It's a tool to help against nefarious readers copying your book or a book and sharing it with others. However, DRM also gets in the way of a legitimate re- reader who purchased the book Um, appropriately from accessing that book. So for example, I have a couple of books that I enjoy, they're reference books, but they are DRM'd. And which means that even though I purchased those books, every time I go to refer back to that book, I've got to find my password and um, log back in just to read the book that I purchased. So we don't enable DRM on any, any of our books at Smashwords because we feel it's just one more hurdle to get over for a reader to read a book that they legitimately purchased. We just don't wanna put anything between the reader and their books.
1: That's excellent. So that makes it a lot easier, I would think also, to share it between the devices that you own.
4: Yes, that's right. Absolutely right. right. And if you purchase a book at Smashwords, you can have it on multiple devices in multiple file formats too. So once you download it once, that doesn't mean you can't download it again in a different format for a different device.
1: So I can download it in PDF for one device and download it in EPUB in another.
4: Yes, you can, because once you purchase it, it's your book.
1: Excellent. Excellent. Okay. So overall, could you briefly describe what would a reader do when they go to smashwords.com? What do they do next in order to access books, find what they want to look at? Just the overview, not button by button, but overview.
4: Yeah, sure. So when you Go to the Smashwords site. You're presented with a bunch of different books for you to consider. At the very top, uh, in order for you to help browse for that next read, uh, you'll see buttons for priced books. So you could you can search based on price. Uh, you can search based on the length of a book. You can search books only books that are only on sale. As you move down the page, you'll notice different shelves. We call them smash word shelves. There are shelves that, that are spotlights. I think right now we're doing a spotlight on boyfriend stories. Uh, last week, there was a spotlight on cozy mysteries. Underneath that, there are some shelves for featured releases. So these are books that have been released by authors and publishers who have a proven track record, including some best-selling authors and publishers. As you go down the page, you'll see more shelves and more options for you to read. On the left side of the page, that's where you'll see a list of different categories. So you can do a search on particular uh, genres that you're interested in. And then once you get to that genre, you can search even further for bestsellers in that genre, prices in that genre, or subcategories within that genre.
1: And so they click on it, they find something they like, do they have to sign in and create a free account or can they just yes. download so, a sample?
4: Yeah, I'm glad you asked that. So once you get to uh, to checkout at that point, you will need a Smashwords account in order to actually acquire the book. So, and they don't
1: need to put in credit card information or anything for that, do they?
4: No, not just for a free account, you do not. Right. Just an email address. So
1: if you're getting a free book, you just put in that information, Click download, put it in your cart and check out, right? Yep. Yep. Okay.
4: Takes about a minute. And so then or they two. can
1: pick what format they want it in.
4: Yes. I should also okay. mention uh, if I wasn't clear earlier, that in order for a book to have multiple formats, that is up to the author or the publisher who uploaded that book. The author or publisher determines if they want to uh, enable multiple formats. If there is only good. one if there's only one format available, it's EPUB typically.
1: Okay. Very good. So that's you might see a variation in the formats available based on the books you're looking at. That's yes. good to know. Yes. Okay. So let's move to the author side of it. Okay. I've been using the reader side of it and really enjoying it. But I looked at the author side and when I started right. exploring that, that's when we contacted you. And she said, Oh, I know SmashWords. Yes. And also a couple of our authors on our call mentioned Smashwords." So glad so, to hear it. Yeah. But one of the things that Smashword likes Uh to say, it seems, is that Smashword makes it fast, free, and easy for any author or publisher anywhere in the world to publish and distribute eBooks to major retailers and thousands of libraries. How does this compare to some other platform for authors to publish their books? The fast,
4: free, and easy part of it came from the brain of our founder, Mark Coker, because if I could take a, a moment... Just to give a little bit of background on why we got our start in the first place, I think it might help provide a little bit of foundation to why Smashwords is here in the first place. And that is that Mark Coker co-authored a novel with his wife, and his experience was not fast, free, and easy. It was long, painful, and arduous. He and his wife's novel was, re- was rejected by every major publisher twice, despite having representation from one of the top New York literary agencies. And at, the, at that moment, Mark felt like it wasn't his book that was the thing that was broken. He felt that was the publishing industry itself, not the people, but he felt that the business model of publishing had become a bit antiquated. He, he realized that the publishers and the people within the publishing houses were wonderful people who adored books, but he also realized that even with their talent, their expertise, their enthusiasm for, for these books that they took in, they really had no way of accurately predicting which books that they chose to publish would become the next breakout bestsellers. So they couldn't afford to take a risk on every author or every manuscript. That got him thinking about, well, gosh, wouldn't it be wonderful if somebody could create this system that would enable any author anywhere in the world to publish and distribute an ebook for free? And wouldn't it be wonderful if that person was me? So then in 2005, he began working on the business plan for Smashwords. And in 2008, Smashwords
1: was launched. Is it really that much different than trying to use some of the other publishing systems for eBooks I, and for I think, the distribution?
4: I think a lot of systems are similar nowadays, especially uh, distributors. You know, authors, you have the freedom to publish directly to retailers if you want to do that. So just about every major ebook retailer will give you the option of self-publishing via their websites. This includes Amazon, Apple Books, Barnes & Noble, Kobo, Kobo and others. What we usually advise authors and publishers is that even if you choose not to work with Smashwords as your distributor, it's a good idea to work with some distributor out there because. What a distributor will provide to you is massive time-saving. If you go to retailers one by one by one, then you're contending with the different upload and um, and conversion tools and the different things that you have to do with their particular systems. On the other hand, if you work with a single distributor, then everything is centralized for you. You upload your manuscript one time. Your distributor's job is to do the heavy lifting for you and to ensure that your book is Proliferated out there to all of the major global ebook retailers and library platforms. Now, some distributors charge upfront fees to upload a book, and then they might charge you again if you want to make changes to your book over time to the metadata. Let's say if you want to add a a cover image, or you need to make changes to your original manuscript, or you want to make some price changes. I understand that some platforms will charge for different changes. Smashwords and there are others like us who have no upfront fees. The only way Smashwords earns revenue is that we take a small 10% commission on ebook sales. We believe that this aligns our interest with yours because we don't make a dime unless you do. That's why we give away a lot of free ebook resources to help you learn how to publish like a pro.
1: That's excellent. That's, that's no risk publication then. It's not paying up front to be able to get your book out there. Excellent. That's really helpful to understand that. Last Good. question on, mm-hmm. on this topic. Okay. It also says that there are marketing tools available through Smashwords for the authors. Could you briefly, very briefly, just tell us some of the things that, you, that are listed there?
4: Yeah, I think I, our two or three most popular is our coupon manager, ebook pre-orders, and a brand new tool called ebook pre-sales. Coupon manager we've had since 2001, and that's by far our most popular tool. It just enables our authors and publishers to create uh, compelling promotions for their readers uh, so they can put their books on sale at Smashwords. You can use percentage off, you can use dollars off, you can submit a global coupon. So you can put, let's say if you have a catalog of, dozens or even hundreds of books. You can put them all on sale if you wanted to do that with the click of a button. You can also have metered coupons, which allows you to put a little bit of urgency in a sale. For example, like the first 25 readers you click on this button can download this book for 75% oh, wow. off or something yeah. like that. So it lets yeah. you have a little bit more fun. Ebook pre free orders we've been doing since June of 2013, and they've become probably... The best book launch marketing tool that I've seen, just real quickly with an ebook pre-order, you can list your book um, on sale as a pre-order months in advance of it being released to the general public. The way it works is your readers come to a store, let's say it's Apple Books, they uh, reserve a copy of your book, but they cannot access it until days, weeks, or months later when that book is finally released to the public. This enables you, the author, to get shelf space for your upcoming book ahead of that book's release. So you can have shelf space at a retailer today for a book that doesn't release until a year from now, if you wanted to. You can accumulate orders prior to that book's release. And sometimes when you have an accumulation of orders all releasing on day one of that book being released, that is what can cause a spike in some of the sales rankings charts and potentially land you on a bestseller list at that particular retailer. Now, the third tool I want to just quickly touch upon is Smashwords pre-sales. I just mentioned pre-orders, and pre-orders are like a book reservation system. With the Smashwords pre-sale, a pre-sale will enable you to put your newest book on sale and it will allow a reader to purchase your book and access that new book in advance of it being released to the general public. So what we're trying to do with pre-sales is create a way to help authors really turbocharge their newsletter email subscriber lists. We believe we're the first ebook retailer that will allow our authors and publishers to collect email addresses at checkout. So when a reader purchases your book at Smashwords as a pre-sale, that reader has the option of providing their email list to the author or publisher there at checkout. And as the author or publisher, you have the advantage of making uh, immediate checkout incentives. So for example, you could put that pre-sale at 50% off or for free if that reader will give you their email address so you can build up your email newsletters.
1: Wow, those are really flexible and powerful tools. Very cool. Is Smashwords
0: part of the library database
1: where the librarians are able to
0: access the book lists?
4: Yes. So we have we're one of the biggest distributors to, to the major library, they call them aggregators, the major library aggregators. So uh, yeah. that includes Overdrive, mm-hmm. uh, Baker and Taylor's Access 360, there's uh, Odilo, there um, is Gardner's via their Askew's and Holtz division, a couple, Bibliotheca is another one of them. That's probably one or two more. Mm-hmm but that helps get your Mm -hmm. books into the catalogs that librarians use. So it's difficult for an author just to go to a library and ask the librarian to carry their book. But if you can get your books into one of these catalogs, that's where the conversation starts with your local librarians.
0: Excellent. Yeah, it is. Our first question is
5: Deanna. Hi, everyone. I wanted to thank Jim for joining us today. I actually am one of your authors. Oh, thank you. I brought my first book out on January 9th um, as a gift to my mother for her 90th birthday,
0: Uh
5: and it's titled 50 Years of Walking with Friends, which is a chronicle of my life as a nine-time guide dog user. (laughs) And so I wanted to thank you for what you do because I had looked at getting my book published through a university press as something Mm -hmm. that could be used by a psychology or veterinary department to talk about the human-animal connection. And Mm -hmm. I looked at what they required, and it was so overwhelming. I just sat there stunned, totally overwhelmed. Then when I realized I was not going to be able to travel to be with my mom on her 90th birthday, I said, okay, even if I only have the one reader, I want to publish this book for her. With your help and with the help of of an editor friend, we got it out in plenty of time so that I could order a printed volume with my photograph on it for my mother and get Mm. it into Mm. her hands for her birthday. And it was a joy when I saw her about a month ago she had it there on the coffee table and even though she has dementia she picked it up and read to me part of a chapter out of the book so i could tell that she understood that this book was for her and that i had
0: written it i love
5: it wow what an amazing thank you so much for sharing that thank
1: you that's amazing thank you next we have amy hi how are you
0: hi Hi, Hi, Amy. amy I'm just wondering if you are international.
4: Yes, we are.
0: Okay, good to know. Okay, next, next? we have Ann Chiappetta.
1: Jim, I'm so glad you're here. Uh, I've been a Smashwords author since 2016. Uh, I have all my books up on Smashwords, and that includes four. Thank you. And yeah, and I just feel like every part of Smashwords is made for people who are visually impaired. We use assistive technology. I've been able to do everything independently and that includes, you know, all the backend stuff, you know, making my, my author's page, answering the questions, mm-hmm. getting to the tutorials. And then also as a reader, you know, like I just, you know, I read Deanna's book from Smashwords mm-hmm. and I was able to give a review and the process was just seamless. So thank you very much for making Smashwords accessible to readers and authors with disabilities. And, well,
4: thank you for that comment. You know, we, we try, we know we're not perfect, but it's, it's important to me and it's important to everybody on the team that we make it ex- as accessible as possible. And we want you all to know, and I'm glad you, you, you made your comment and thank you again for it, but sure. I want you all to know that we want to help. So if you are on the site, whether as a reader or an author or publisher, and you're feeling frustrated, or you don't know how to do something, please get in touch with the, the support team. Ask them any question you like. There's there's no such thing as a silly question and we will work to help you. And if you have any suggestions at all about how we can make it easier for you as a reader or author, please feel free to make those suggestions through um, our, the support team. Thank you. You're welcome. Very welcome.
2: Hey, next we have Abby. Hi, I recently started using Apple Books, and I'm just wondering, Mm -hmm. uh, when you distribute books to Apple Books, are they they bound to use the price that you set for the book, or can they raise, perhaps raise, or lower the price of those books when they distribute them? I hope that's Mm -hmm. clear.
4: That is clear. No, Apple will not change the price of your books. I think, which is one of the reasons why we love working with Apple. Um, okay. Actually, every retailer with whom we work does not change the price of your books. Um, I think Amazon is the only one who will.
2: Thank you very much. I Appreciate that.
4: Uh, thank you for your question.
1: Hi, Lisa. How would my niece, um, just became uh, the young adult coordinator in the library in New Jersey, how would she connect? And they're not. She's not familiar with Smashwords. So how would okay. a library? with you? What would be the best route? So, and I love all the questions and I love the writing aspect and the reading aspect. And thank you for all of it. And everybody's questions, wow. by the way.
4: That's my pleasure. It's thank great. you, Lisa. If a library wanted to connect with us, they could, or if they wanted to access independently published books, let's, let let me answer it two ways. If they want to access independently published books, they can look into their catalogs that they were already using. That's probably going to be through Overdrive or Baker yeah. and Taylor. Or other?
1: They use Overdrive and Hoopla.
4: Okay. Yeah. Look into those two uh, catalogs, especially Overdrive. If they're interested in speaking to somebody at Smashwords, they could probably the best thing to do is have them contact the support team through our website and ask to get in touch with me. And then I could spend all the time they want talking about ebooks and how to get more ebooks into the library and how to work with the library to sometimes we work with libraries to do things just like this to have meetings to help the local community publish self-published books
3: wow that's great thank you
4: you're very welcome this is fun i love doing stuff like this we (laughs) love
0: having you here well what's neat about (laughs) today is
4: usually i'm talking about authors and publishers and tools but lots of questions about readers today so thank you for that Mm -hmm.
0: Next, we have, have Amy. That's me again. Just wondering uh, if I want to make a change to my book, a photo or change content, how fast is that done and you know, put back onto the website?
4: It's pretty quick. So you can do that when you make any changes to your manuscript or you change a price. All of that's fairly immediate as far as when it appears back on the Smashwords. As far as when it starts to appear on the retail shelves of the stores that we distribute to, it can be as fast as a couple of hours at some stores like Apple Books. They're very quick, but it could also be a few days because remember, and this kind of goes back to your earlier question, Amy, about us being international. And I I want everybody to hear this who's interested in self-publishing their books when you distribute one of your ebooks and it lands on those virtual store shelves at Apple or at Amazon or Barnes and Noble or wherever your ebooks aren't just landing on those virtual store shelves here in the US you're landing on those virtual store shelves within every country that each of those retailers are operating their dedicated ebook stores you know Amazon operates in probably at least a couple of dozen now Apple books is in 51 countries kobo has reached into about 180 countries. They're a smaller retailer, but one with a huge international footprint. And even our little Smashwords store, we get visits from about 160 to 180 countries and territories too.
0: Okay, so if um, I put a sale on a book, say I'm putting a 20% discount sale on for one week, uh, is that something that Smashwords manages or do I have to take that sale off?
4: If you want to do the the sale only at Smashwords, use one of our coupons through your coupon manager, through your author dashboard at Smashwords. If you want it to be on sale everywhere, then simply change the price of your book at Smashwords. And then we'll get that price change out to all of the retailers for you.
0: And when that week is up, who is responsible for taking that off? Is that the author?
4: That's the author. Yes. Okay. Great question. And you also, I'm glad you asked that because you also have unlimited updates. Um, All of you guys are completely in control. You can make as many changes to your books as you like, whether it's cover changes, changing the manuscript, price changes, on and on and on and on, and we'll never charge you for that stuff.
1: And you know, that's what I've been hearing was coming to my mind just before you said it, Jim, is that the author is in control here. So for Amy's question, being able to change the price and then change it back—you don't yep. have to go through somebody else to do that. You're doing that yourself. That's powerful. Mm, that is, and yeah. and being able to do unlimited updates yeah. in traditional publishing—that's unheard of. Unheard well, of. I you can know, tell you, it,
4: there as a self-published author, you have several advantages, and that's this is nothing against. This is not a jab at traditional publishing. Traditional publishing is great. But if you decide mm-hmm. that you want to self publish an ebook, you do have some advantages. And what our best selling authors tell us is that their number one favorite advantage is that ability to retain total 100% creative control.
1: Print on demand is powerful. Ebook is even more powerful in a society that is concerned about green issues right. and accessibility. This is very powerful that so much is within the hands of the authors. Yeah, and really you brought, appreciate that.
4: You brought up a, a great point there, Kathy. If I can add on an additional comment to what you just said about books that are that had gone out of print, physical books that had gone out of print. If you decide to self-publish an ebook and your books don't start flying off those virtual store shelves as quickly as you had anticipated, none of the major global ebook retailers are going to remove that ebook from their store shelves. So that means you as the author, the author who has that total creative control, it's not game over. Your book has a chance to develop sales slowly over time and find readers, and your readers have a chance Mm -hmm. to find your book.
1: Absolutely. These are really critical questions once you start getting into the publishing world and, and figuring out the differences. Oh, I think we have some more hands. I'm sorry. Okay. Chanel. Mute. Yes.
2: So I didn't realize. Thank you, by the way, Jim, for your presentation. I didn't realize that You're many of our attendees have books on Smashwords. Thank you Just for being Just wondering. Yeah. Is um, are the books are the same books generally cheaper on Smashwords than they are on, let's say, Amazon? or some of the other
0: booksellers? They're
4: generally about the same. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, uh,
4: And one neat, like if you were to publish a book as as an author at Smashwords, let's say you priced your book at $4.99, that's the same price that's going to appear at all the retailers to whom we distribute. But by and large, all the retailers price their books right about the same as to which it's actually the authors and publishers who are pricing their books.
1: But we need to go off the air here shortly. Jim, you've been fabulous. Thank you so much for sharing with us. This has
4: been so much fun. That went so fast. (laughs) I know. It
1: just flew by (laughs) us. Flew by. And such great questions from our participants. Cheryl, do you want to share with us the prompt for next week? I do. Okay. So
0: next week's prompt is the cat, the dog, or any animal of your choice just knows or just new what is it anticipating or does it know that maybe the owner doesn't know they just know they're slick so you be creative and let us know we can't wait to hear what you come up with (laughs) and that is a 75 word maximum and we look forward to hearing all of your responses thank you Thank you, Jim. This has been
1: fabulous. Thank
4: you. Well, Cheryl and Kathy, thank you. And thank everybody for joining. I really appreciate your time.
1: So, you can visit smashwords.com. And in our show notes, we'll be listing several videos that Smashwords has available for authors and readers to be oriented to using the site. Those will be in our show notes. Thank you, everyone, for making this another amazing episode today. And a big thank you for our featured guest, Jim Azevedo of Smashwords for spending time with us. Be sure to visit writingworkswonders.com for these show notes, resources, and bonus content. You will also find many opportunities to write and participate in Writing Works Wonders events and activities. All opportunities to participate in our Zoom calls, contests, writing prompts, and open mic events are available through our Contact Us page just click Contact Us on the website. We also have a donate button, which provides several ways for you to support the show for helping with our technical costs. You may contact Cheryl and Kathy through the Contact Us page, email us at writingworkspodcast@gmail.com, at or through our telephone number 347-467-0221. Above all else, we want you to be encouraged, inspired, and enjoy the wonder of writing. We look forward to being with you next time.
3: Thank
0: you for joining us today. Writing Works Wonders, Kathy and I are thrilled to spend time with you. Now tap on that button that says subscribe so you will not miss our show. We also have a donate button, and that's to help with the expenses that Kathy and I incur in order to keep this show and podcast going. There's a link there that you can tap on that will take you directly to our website at www.writingworkswonders.com. There you will find all the information we talked about today, along with show notes and so much more. We want you to feel encouraged and inspired to know the wonder of writing. And until next time, our friends... Keep on writing. Opinions expressed on ACB radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.